Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. I've been trying a lucid dream for months, and I did it twice, and I can't do it again. I don't know what's going on. Well, you know what they say, three times nope. the charm. So uh, go at it again, and you might, you might reach that sweet spot. And when you find out the key or code to that, please share it with the world. Will do. I've been listening to... Um, what you may call it, those, uh, like, YouTubes for children, you know? Oh, yeah, for, YouTube. I know about that, yeah, that station. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been um, trying to do, like, guided, you know, sleep meditations for lucid dreaming. Mm. But it's always, like, some really creepy guy with this, like, weird, eerie music, mm. you know? And I'm just mm. like, is this good? Should I be going to sleep to this? And I'll turn Don't it off. Do it. And I'm like, Don't ah. do it. You know your intuition is telling you no. Yeah, dude. I'll like listen for the first three minutes and I'll read some comments and then I'm like, yeah, I'm out. I'll try another one. <laughs> Wait a second. Isn't your partner like a mega musician? Yeah, he is. Why the hell aren't you creating lucid dream tracks on the YouTubes? Dude, what the fuck? That's such a good question. I think if you do this, maybe this opens the portal to lucid dreaming. I'm just planting the seeds. Oh, I'm planting oh, the seeds because we're in a new moon. We're in a new moon. <laughs> It's new moon, bitch. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. We invite you to join us on this voyage of discovery, as two bitches, discuss their lives on planet Earth, as the new moon is in Libra. Last time we prefaced the episode with we don't know anything, and nobody knows anything, which I think was great. I think I want to revisit this idea that for me, these moon episodes, while yes, we want to bring as much illumination into what's happening above in the skies. My big drive, my big passion is like so below what's happening in earth here and now. And Mm -hmm. then to can make those connections to what's happening in the sky, which Julie, you are the one that gets to make those illuminations. Yeah. My main focus is what's going on in the sky. (laughs) I'm trying to get away from this earth shit. So I'm glad we have each other. We're gonna but make just it. like last episode, I know about the same as I did two weeks ago, which is not shit. So yeah. also be aware that we represent the different sun, moon, and risings that we bring to the table. And I definitely hope that you can identify with some of that slash perhaps you know some people that are Cancer Cancer Geminis or people that are Leo Scorpio Sages. We're here to really relate to all signs, you know. Um, and yeah. one way, shape, or form. So, on that note, what's happening in your life right now, Leo, Scorpio, Sag? Tell me about anything. All right. First and foremost, all Leo, Scorpios, and Sages, I'm sorry that I am our representative. This is humble Leo. I'm trying a new dress mm. on. Okay. We would like to introduce you to Fire Element Bitch, Julie. Leo Sun. Scorpio Moon. Sagittarius rising. 
I currently in my lifetime at this point am kind of finding it hard to be able to communicate with people um, where I used to be a social butterfly and an avid talker and someone that could kind of like vibe with everybody. I'm now finding myself more only really vibing with myself and like three stuffed animals and my two cats. So <coughs> tell me Sorry, more. I had to cough that one. You know, just mostly with like what's going on, like politically, I am finding that people kind of expect me to fit into this certain kind of box based on what's going on, you know, politically with like the whole like election thing with the racism thing with like the world ending stuff or whatever the hell is going on. You know, people are just kind of like making a lot of assumptions. And I think that it's like almost like a, I don't really have time to figure out who you are. So I'm going to assume that this is who you are. And I'm going to talk to you based off of my assumptions of you. And I'm going to be really upset if you don't fit that mold kind of thing. That's like what I'm getting from mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And because of my background, because I am a colored woman, because I am a colored woman with dreadlocks, especially like <laughs> getting a lot of like dreadlocks every time. Yeah, dude, I'm getting a lot of you're not like this. Why aren't you like this? I don't understand. I thought you of all people would be like this. Oof. And then like followed by allow me to tell you why you're wrong for not being like this. Clearly, you don't know enough about your own self mm-hmm. to know that you're wrong. So I'm going to educate you. And I'm like, who are you? Like. <laughs> You know, so a lot of frustration in that, to say the least. Yeah, it's really aggravating. What house deals with communication, but I think it's a third, right? Yeah. That's actually where, as a Leo, that's where this new moon falls in, is the third house. Oh, shit. There it is, baby. To be honest, like, knowing that it's not like out of the blue like it's not me it's just like this mm. is this is the way the stars are aligning right now like i'm having a hard time with communication okay cool mm. where do i go with that you know like mm-hmm. i think knowing that will help me and knowing how planetary bodies and stars and all this stuff like knowing placement and all of that knowing how it will affect you is the best way to combat the negatives in that situation and flip it to work for you what I mean by that is in this time, I'm finding it hard to communicate with people. So maybe I need to go internal and kind of figure out what my cognitive dissonance within myself is, right? Because like reflections, mm. right? If I can't talk to people, I can't agree with people on almost anything. Like what am I going through internally to where I can't agree with myself? Yep. Like what are the things that I need to fix? Because I'm not going to be able to talk to anybody about anything. I'm not going to be able to have a standpoint, hold my own in an argument or mm. even in a conversation if I don't know what I stand for, or if I don't mm. know what's going on. That's my way to combat this or us leos that's our way to and that's sun moon rising not just sun but how we're going to be having to combat this kind of thing Mm -hmm. you know rachel you're a cancer so this is in your fourth house right well we would like to introduce you to water element bitch rachel cancer sun cancer moon gemini rising Cancer is the fourth house, but my fourth house is Virgo. Oh, because my what's first, your Libra? Cause it's based on your rising, right? Your houses are based on your rising. Yeah, my Cancer is in the second house. Oh, it was saying that if you're a Cancer, mm-hmm. this Libra new moon falls in your fourth house. Really? But I don't know how accurate these things are. Okay, okay, okay. In your personal astrological chart. To determine what zodiac sign falls in what house number, you have to know your exact birth time. When you know your birth time, you know your ascendant, or rising sign. This determines your house placement, 
because your rising sign is what determines your first house placement. For example, Rachel is a Gemini rising, so her first house is in Gemini. Her second house would be in Cancer, and so on. Julie is a Sagittarius rising, so her first house is in Sagittarius. Her second house is in Capricorn, and so on. Cancer is, I mean, representative of the fourth house. But my personal fourth house is mm-hmm. occupied by Virgo. But anyways, okay. carry on. Let's go with that. Let's roll with <laughs> Cancer. Yes. Let's pretend. Cancer is in so, the fourth house. And the fourth house rules. Fourth house I'm rules like relationships, for... ancestors. There it is. Home and family. Home and family. Bingo. Home and family. So it's so funny how like these moons always affect your home life and your... I mean, I'm Cancer. So that makes sense. And yeah, my, you are home and family. I'm building a cult right now. So we're, we're definitely we're getting cozy. We're getting homey. And yeah. it's very much my world for sure. Right. With these synastries that were just done between my housemates and I and Rain specifically is like, I want to learn all the archetypes. I want to learn all the things. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready yet. You know, I was like, I think <laughs> we might be good study buddies. Like I'm into this. And I feel like you're a good study. I feel like life is giving me all of these like opportunities to have really good study buddies to like make some progress in my my classroom of astrology. And mm-hmm. I'm very resistant. But I feel like the Sag season is upon us. And I feel like that is the opportune time to start implementing higher learning. I'm thinking seriously about it was what I'm saying. It's what I'm trying to boil Sweet. it. Sweet. That's excellent. Cancer being one of the more like emotionally in tune signs, I guess, you know. Yeah, that's um, our that's our stereotype. That's you, Rachel. You must be emotional, aren't you? You little cancer. As far as the moon goes right now for cancers, it's a very a good time to also go internal and to sit with your emotions and not make hasty heady decisions based off of what you're feeling. Kind of stopping wherever you are and taking the time that you need to be like, what am I doing? What do I feel? Mm-hmm. How do I combat this? How do I go forward? Instead of like doing what we normally do, which is like, okay, I'll deal with that later, but I'm going to deal with this right now. You know, like flip that. Deal with you first before you start mm-hmm. dealing with the situation. Because now is not the time. Because we can't just like pee first, pull our pants down later. You know, you gotta, you gotta pull the pants down first. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta do things in order. Think before you do, because you can't take any of your actions or your decisions back. And this is a really important time to like do yeah. it right. You know what I mean? Like try to get things done right the first time without being like, oh shit, you know? I mean, what comes up for me is just again, this idea that habits and patterns, you know, if I keep coming across the same situation and recognizing that I'm having the same response, this is, I think that element of doing it right. I don't know that I want to do it right. I know that I don't want to do it different. You know, like I keep uh-huh. coming across that same emotion that wants to avoid or wants to, again, go into a habit condition space, which is, I think, what I'm being asked to do differently. And so I continue to come across these conversations, conflicts, confrontations of opportunities. You know, they're all opportunities for me to make a different choice. And I'm more Mm -hmm. and more conscious of them (laughs) as they continue (laughs) to show up, which I feel like this entire season of 2020 has been very much almost like skip in the record of like try 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 it again try 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 it again you know like yeah what I didn't learn the lesson already like try try you know so (laughs) 
I definitely resonate with this messaging of being deliberate and making a choice that is going to be progressive as opposed to keep me in the same space that I've been slash Mm -hmm. we hashed out some of my housemate dramas last time and more or less the same thing is coming up in this current season except for we've made some progress because we've like identified areas that I definitely have closed my heart and these are the areas that I'm being asked to open them and specifically it's with regards to um, expressing my hurt pretty much in tears (laughs) you know cancer as as an emotional sign right which it definitely has a (laughs) reputation of that and tears are for me the strongest association with emotions. But mm-hmm. I had a really good Taurus sun bitch friend that brought to my attention like how emotional I was. And it had nothing to do with tears. It had everything to do with like my relationship with nature, emotion, like with my relationship with creativity and like music and like love. For me, then it was like, oh yeah, no, I'm 100% a mega emotional person. But if it's yeah. just associated with tears, I'm like, but I never cry. I'm not emotional, you know? Not never. (laughs) Not once. So, yeah, I mean, I think every sign can be very emotional and can also be void of emotion or Mm -hmm. devoid of emotion. So my partner is an Aries. Mm -hmm. And when we argue, I kind of come more often from a place of emotion mixed Mm -hmm. with a little bit of logic. And Mm -hmm. he comes from a place of like 93% logic. And it Mm -hmm. bothers me because he'll be like, you're being emotional. You're being emotional, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, yeah. You know, these are my emotions, you know, and then he, you know, gets mad and blah, blah, blah. But like anger is also an emotion. So Aries can just mm-hmm. as easily be emotional, as emotional as a cancer, but mm-hmm. the emotions show up differently. Mm-mm. So we're like, oh, Aries isn't emotional because his emotion is mad. Like what? No, that doesn't work. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, all of my best friends and my closest family members are cancers and Gemini's. But I have cancer friends that are extremely emotional and I have cancer friends that don't ever show their emotions. Mm-hmm. And if you get to see their emotion, it's like an accident, you know, like mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to see that. Like, right. <laughs> you know, emotions are our superpower and emotions in the sense of whatever way we choose to express them, be it an Aries or a cancer or whatever it is. I mean, for my right. personal journey as a quite thoroughbred cancerian, meaning I've got a stellium in cancer, I definitely know that tears are one of my superpowers, but I have been super afraid of my superpower and I'm coming into that space. Like this is a lot of what I'm talking about with regards to this conditioning or this habit of, okay, I'm faced with something that hurts me now instead, like I sidestep it or I go into my like crab shell as opposed to like crying my eyeballs out and saying like, this fucking hurts, just feeling it straight up. So there's a journey there. That's just one Cancer, Cancer, Gemini's story. We've all got different narratives that we're telling and we've all got our different journeys. And it's nice when, yeah, these moons can come waxing and waning through and kind of empower us in more ways than one to help us along and to give us some insight, you know. What I have seen and what I have been researching is that Mars, Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto, as well as the Mercury retrograde are all kind of like coming against the moon in Libra. Because we got this moon in Libra, which is normally like, oh, thank God the moon's in Libra. It's all about partnership and love and compromise and listening to one another. And then we got Mars that's like, no, no, that's not what I want. I want to do what I want to do. And then we got Saturn and Jupiter and Pluto that are like, but I want to be in control. 
And then we got Libra that's like, please, no, let's just be friends, mm. you know? And Libra's kind of in the corner crying a little bit, or the moon is kind of in the corner crying a little bit because it just wants harmony and peace and diplomacy mm. and, and mm. functional dialogue. Yeah. And there's all these things that just don't want to talk. Saturn and Pluto and where they are and how they're mm. kind of attacking the moon right now. Mm-hmm. But we do come upon solutions it's going to be kind of like conditional. Like, yeah, we can go outside, but it's going to be like this. Like, sure, you can go to a party, but you can only be with five people. Mm. But, you know, like, they're not going to be like fun conditions. They're almost going to be like conditions like, well, I'd rather almost just not have that. You know, this is kind of a somewhat difficult time that we're finding ourselves in coming into this mid-October new moon, you know? Mm. And so what's coming is going to come with a lot of resistance and anger and outcry, which is the Mars energy. So like a lot of challenge internally and as a collective in terms of making decisions and being able to agree with one another. Mm. Lots of friction in these areas. Mm. The energy that Saturn is bringing is a lot of like judgment and shame. You know, kind of like Saturn, was, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> we welcome you. So yeah, this is what Saturn is doing is like, you believe that? You freaking idiots. <laughs> like, why do you believe this? You suck you know, people wanting to be a little bit quieter because of their beliefs, because they're not being accepted. But like, think about it though. No one's beliefs are being accepted. Everybody's fighting over everything. We got families falling apart over elections. So find solace in knowing that no one is agreeing and you're not the only person that's wrong. We're all wrong. It's fine. Mm. Sun opposing Mars brings power struggles um, with the ego, um, also with weather. So natural disasters, lots of dissonance in politics just lots of struggle <laughs> really with this whole with this whole setup here with the moon so how do um, we find balance right libra's the great balancer is is there any yeah. hope yeah there's always hope so thank god we have this beautiful star that rachel and i had both never heard of yeah i think it's definitely uh, made up. <laughs> yeah totally like it's a it's a silver lining that we created for ourselves great this is our hope star it's called spica fun researching that one i'd never heard of this thing before Feminine energy, basically. So, like, <laughs> good time mm-hmm. to channel those matriarchal ancestors, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yep. Will certainly be calling on my Nana. She's the mm-hmm. bomb, and she knows what's up. And anytime mm-hmm. you see a cardinal, say hello. I um, just totally forgot I had this book. Uh, I got it in my astronomy class. It's called Stars and Planets. If there's no spica in your astronomy book, then astrologers made this shit up to give people hope, which I think is really sweet. Oh, it's in here. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's in Virgo, the Virgin. Okay, the second largest constellation in the sky and the largest in the zodiac. Virgo is usually identified as Dyke, the goddess of justice, the scales of justice being represented by neighbors by neighboring Libra. But another legend sees her as Demeter, the corn goddess. Ooh, what a good goddess, the corn goddess. And in the sky, she is pictured holding an ear of wheat, which is the star Spica. Mm. Yeah, definitely nothing about astrology in this book. But, but it I, is interesting but it, to know yeah. that it's real. Yeah, I like that. I'm glad we, we took it to a, a science space. That's good. Yeah. So that's kind of going to be our silver lining. And because this star is outside of our solar system, it has a stronger pull or where it is maybe outside of our solar system gives it a stronger pull than, you know, than the planets that are kind of acting against the moon right now in Libra. So that's going to kind of be our little saving grace there. But we do still have work to do, you know, as always, we do still have to like figure out how to communicate with ourselves and with each other. And we have to take into account all the things that are going on around us. 
and do what we can to peacefully navigate. Balance is everybody's responsibility. Mm. You know, we can't just expect things to fall into place for us. We have to put them in place ourselves if we want them to be in place. If you want a job done right, you got to do it yourself. Us focusing on our own internal balance and harmony is going to bring the collective much closer to being balanced and harmonious. And that's really all we can ask for because it's just the way the way it is. But it's nice because this is kind of like what has commonly been referred to as the dark before the dawn, you know, or mm-hmm. like the final moment before we before the divine intervention, you know. So it's it's a hectic time, somewhat frightening time, depending on how much you let these things affect you, depending on how anxious you are. But you know, like all other things, the many years that came before us, this also will pass. And everything is on this little, this fun little, whatever you want to call it, cycle, roller coaster, up and downhill. It doesn't matter. Like there is an up, there is a down, but we always come up when we're down. If we come down when we're up, we go back down. You know, like it's just like, it's a constant creation and destruction of the universe or of the world as we know it, or of the age to breed a new creation. It's like death, you know, like everyone's afraid of death, but like death brings rebirth. So like, Mm. is it really that bad? Or is it just a point? Is it just a checkpoint? You know, good time to find internal strength within yourself. Good time to prove to yourself that you're that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Represent, you know? Yeah. So these are, these are all opportunities and absolutely. And regardless of what planetary positioning you had at your natal chart, we are all sharing and coexisting on this planet together. So absolutely, just keep that in mind and do the best to have compassion for yourself during this time. And in doing that, I think there will be compassion shared with others as a result. So for sure, try to keep in mind too, that whatever you believe in, whether that's God, the universe, yourself, source, whatever, you know, I know everybody has heard this because I've heard this a million times. We are never given things that we cannot handle. Okay. We, these are obstacles and they're challenges and obstacles and challenges are meant to be overcome. Mm-hmm. And we all have the ability to overcome these. Be really digging into your t- intuition on who comes into your life over the this next 30 days, especially with the signs, the cardinal signs, Libra, Cancer, Capricorn, and uh, what was the other one? Aries? Aries, Cancer, Libra, Cap. Yep. With all of these guys, it's not something to be weary about because the people that are entering your lives are here to challenge you and to help you grow. So even if you are butting heads with said people, whether they are people that you're just meeting or people that you are um, going into certain projects with, new relationships, whatever, these are things that are meant to help you grow. So even if it starts to rub you the wrong way or if it doesn't feel good, find your growing opportunity within these people. They bring gifts of high elevations. (laughs) Good luck, (laughs) y'all. Because you probably can't communicate with them. Listen, it's going to be hard to find peace. But we can. Yes. (laughs) It's a really hard time to find peace right now. It will not come easily, but it can come. There is hope. It's just you got to dig for it. Plant the seeds for that inner peace and that harmony within, you know, that unifying space that you can. And trust that six months from now, you're going to see those fruits in the Libra full moon. You know, I think that's an important thing to recognize, like these choices that you're making, these efforts that you're putting forth with regards to that self-work, it is going to be tough and it is going to be hard. And I don't know that the fruits are going to be immediate by any means, but this Libra moon will see it through and Mm -hmm. it might take some time and patience, but they will grow. Space Court, Space Court.
Inspired by our natal chart and sinistry readings of Britney Spears, Space Court will now utilize Britney's Gimme More in our moon introductions. All credit and thanks goes to Britney Spears and her constituents.